So hello and welcome back everybody to the Just One More Level podcast. As always, I am your co-host Christian. And I'm your co-host John. And today we are playing some, well John, I usually say it, why don't you say it? What are we playing today? Today we are playing the original Final Fantasy on the NES. That, that is right. The original Final Fantasy it started original. a revolution in video games. I mean revolution may be a little bit much, but it really did completely overhaul and popularize the JRP genre. Yep. Um and did amazing things for the for the company at the time squaresoft mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken yeah squaresoft they weren't square enix yet squaresoft right um yeah yeah um yeah so we were talking a little bit right before we started to record here mm-hmm. and uh you were asking some question about the characters and things and i figured that should probably be into the podcast yeah so what was it that you wanted to know about the characters right so as uh i mean i don't know if this footage is going to be overlaid on youtube uh when we finally do it but um Right, right it, off the it's bat, something very similar at least will be yeah, right. So. so right off the bat, the default characters that it pops up for you to choose for your party are a fighter, a thief, a black belt, right. and a red mage. So right. I said, okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But I was talking about this game later with one of my uh, one of my friends that has the game, and he's played a bunch of Final Fantasy games, and he's like, oh no, 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 that's not what you want. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh. You all right? <laughs> yeah, you back? Yeah. Did I go away? My uh. Yeah, my internet just kind of cut there for a second. Uh, we'll cut that out of the podcast. Uh, start okay. over again with uh, your your friend. Your friend had a copy, you said, and he was telling you something? Yeah, so my friend has a copy of the old game, and he's played a bunch of different Final Fantasy games. Um, and right. he told me, oh, no, 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 don't do not do that. You don't want the thief. Right. <laughs> you want to you wanna put like a white mage in your party or something like that so you can have a healer. You want to do this strategy. And I was just like, well, I didn't... <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just right. thought, I was like, okay, that's fine. And he's just like, can the thief steal things yet? And I was like, no, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thief is pretty much useless in the original Final Fantasy mm-hmm. game. Um, there's really mm-hmm. no reason to take a thief. In my opinion, from the, the couple times that I've played this game, every other character class has a use mm-hmm. except for the thief they are completely yeah. they're just trash i personally went so jonathan went with the default i personally went with uh, one fighter and then one of each mage a red mage white mage and uh black mage um just because i think mages are really cool even mm-hmm. though this game is a little bit different from most other final fantasy games and where you have to actually purchase your magic spells yeah so that is the most expensive uh <laughs> uh loadout yeah. you can go with really is having a bunch of mages Mm-hmm. but i i just find them fun to play as so that's kind of the thing i went with right. uh one thing real quick jonathan you, you kind of let it slip what was your thief's name <laughs> <laughs> my, thief, my thief's name because okay forgive me there's only four <laughs> characters you can choose from but right. uh my my fighter was named Durf. uh my mage was named hank my black belt yep. is named tish and my my thief is 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 named cock Cock. <laughs> yep. That's uh, that's uh, that's that's what I went with there. I just, I, I just love it because I, and I already made this joke to you, but I just love it because the thief is useless, like it I is. said in the NES games. <laughs> so that means that for 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 our buddy John here, his yeah. cock it's, it's is useless. useless. It's useless. Cock is useless, dude. <sighs> useless. It's terrible. You know. It's, um, but it's... one other thing you mentioned to me before. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you saying something? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was saying it's hilarious that in the in the previous episode of this podcast we were playing a rated mature game and right. we were somehow able to keep the dialogue clean. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But for this game, for, for Final Fantasy, we're we're breaking oh, out some heavy dialogue that we'll have to put an 18 plus on. <laughs> Right at the beginning. Right it's at fine. the beginning. It's Get fine. it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But one other thing you mentioned to me was that your thief was taking a lot of damage. Um, yeah. So you didn't change your character layout at all. So that means your thief is the second character down, right? Yes. So for everybody at home, this game is an old school JRPG, if you didn't mm -hmm. somehow know anything about Final Fantasy. Right. Um, and all of your characters are lined up on the right-hand side of the screen from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. um, and you always have four of them, mm -hmm. uh, unless one's dead or whatever. Right. Um, but the weird thing about the way this game works is the random chance on characters being hit isn't 100% random. It's weighted to the top. Really? So the first slot is the most likely to get hit. Second slot is second most likely. Mm -hmm. All the way down to your bottom slot has like a 1 16th chance of uh, being attacked. That makes more and then, sense. No. And then you have your roll on whether or not they're actually hit on top of that. So that's why like generally you would put like your white mage clear at the end because they're generally mm -hmm. have very little health. So you put them at the bottom of the list so that they don't take as many hits. And at the top you would put your fighter because they're usually the bulkiest uh, so they can take the most hits. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just a little tidbit there because you mentioned that they were taking a lot of hits. Mm -hmm. That's why. Yeah, oh, yep. being at the top, they're going to take a lot more hits. That makes uh, that makes more sense now. They're all doing yep. a lot better in my progression of the game. I've played oh probably about two hours or so of this game. Um, so I've I've made it to like level four, level five for all my guys. All my guys are finally at that level now. So nice. Um, That's about what I ended up playing as well. Level uh, to level. Uh, sorry, I don't remember the level. Two hours is what I was actually trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, a quick story uh, for the game. Mm -hmm. uh, you're you tend to be better at storytelling than me you want to give them the rundown of uh what you know so far story wise uh sure uh what i know so far is that you um are trying your best to maintain your religion and not murder the shopkeepers um i think that's the story right that's <laughs> yeah say it one more time <laughs> say did we cut out again did you have a yes we did oh, yeah. God. i i well <clears throat> what i said was <laughs> I think the story I think the storyline so far in the game is that you are going around different towns and you're trying your best to keep your religion and not murder shopkeepers. I'm right. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure <laughs> that that's what the storyline is. You're just uh it's just a plane trains and automobiles adventure where you just right. go from town to town and experience to experience and try not to murder the shopkeep for uh, uh, selling you back stuff that apparently yeah. doesn't work for everybody <laughs> at half the cost. And it's so right. expensive. <laughs> right. Mean, so I... that is the my biggest gripe with this game is the um so first off, that's not the story, but whatever. Uh <laughs> no, no, no. Um, the, the actual The way the shops story. work though. The way the shops work. Um yeah, this game limitation of the time, right? The NES didn't have very much space to show text and things like that. Memory was very low. Mm -hmm. Um so there are all these items that you can buy, and mm -hmm. there is no indication what characters can use what gear right no. what armor your characters yes. can wear what weapons your characters can use the only thing that's obvious is what spells and even that gets a little iffy uh whenever you have a red mage right because as you progress in the game not so much in the beginning of the game but at, towards the end of the game there are some spells your red mage can't learn right um and then to make matters even worse jonathan you probably wouldn't know this mm -hmm. but uh towards the end of the game there is the possibility to upgrade all of your characters to a next level class Okay. And that unlocks the ability for more character types to use spells and also changes the type of the gear that they can use. Okay. So that makes learning spells and things even more complicated because there is no way to know what Who you can, can what? and can't wear and whatnot. It right. is 
ridiculous. It, it, it kills me. <laughs> it really does kill me. Well, that's what I was so upset about, because, like, starting out, I was like, you, you start out with an amount of currency. And yeah, it's about you, 400 gold, give or take. Right, and you, you go into the first town, and I, I'm like, all right, I, I need to buy stuff for my, my, my peeps, right? right. They're, they're going to need some armor, they're going to need some tools. I had no idea that you had to equip it after you right. buy it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I, because yeah. I went into the shop, and I bought it, and it's like, I don't know, the only other JRPG of this style that I really have experience with is like Pokemon. Right. right, so it's and in that game you don't really have gear. So right, much yeah, buy, like so. so like when you when you go in, even I've played like Pokemon Red on the Game Boy, and when you right. went into a shop and you bought something, you bought Pokeballs, you bought potion or something, it went right into your inventory. It was available to use. It was just there. Right, and you just had right. your thing, or you caught a Pokemon, he went right into your party unless it was full. So right. it was like that instantaneous type of thing I was used to. So when I went to buy my first equipment, I bought war hammers for everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there was like iron hammers was like the top tier thing you could buy at the shop. Uh, it was like uh, iron hammer and a rapier was the top two. Yeah. Like yeah, tier things so, shop, uh, yeah. for the first shop. Um, so I bought hammers for everybody. I was like war hammers. Those are awesome. I'm going to buy hammers for everybody. And when you go to buy it, you select the item and then it says for who? And you yeah. scroll down your list of names and you give a hammer to this guy and give a hammer to this guy and this guy. So I was like, okay, they have it now. Because it just right, told me I'm buying I, a hammer can, for them. Yeah. At, at first I was thinking like, wow, that's crazy to me that you wouldn't know to equip something. Right. Um, but actually now that you mentioned it, the, the whole shop thing, you're right. Like the shop does say who wants to have this item or this weapon or whatever. Right. So yeah, you would think if, if you weren't experienced playing JRPGs, you, uh, yeah, I... 100% I understand what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. like I, I bought a hammer for Durf. So Durf has a hammer now. Cool. And then when I was in random encounter battles, I was just like, eh, it's kind of funny that they didn't add like an animation for the hammer. <laughs> it just looks like he's punching the guy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he yeah. was. And I was like, it's crazy. I'm taking all this damage when I bought armor for everybody. Nope. <laughs> you have to go in. And it didn't help also that... um. The, the controller I was playing it with, it didn't have a functional uh, select button. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't yeah, even think about it until I plugged harder. in my other controller, and I was like, there's a whole other menu <laughs> that I didn't even know about. Oh, my God. So I was like, it's crazy that you can't uh, connect to Discord. Uh, Sorry, everybody. Be right back. Oh, okay, we're vamping. Now we're back. Yep, there we are. You disappeared. Yeah, Discord's little... having uh, some issues tonight, everybody, but that's all right. It Continuing is. right on. Yeah, um, Yeah. no, 100%. Now that you mentioned that that aspect of it, I, I completely yeah. understand what you're saying. Yeah, and I would have been confused on that, too. I was even more frustrated when I found out that not everybody takes the same thing. You can't... Yeah, and that's the worst thing, <laughs> especially because, like... And that's one thing. So, like, in the shop, like you said, you can select which character you want to give it to. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice if they at least had said, like... This uh, the, whatever character you're trying item. right exactly something. something like that would have been amazing and i understand why they uh, let characters hold things they can't use because mm-hmm. when you're out adventuring um you can pick up like gear and things like that and you would hate yeah. to not have the inventory space to hold it just because your warrior already had a weapon equipped or whatever right but yeah it would have been nice if there was just some little indicator like hey this can or can't be used yeah like and, and i'm sorry to compare it to but again frame of reference uh pokemon yeah, when you if you if you find a new TM or a new mm-hmm. HM, you know, and you try to say like, oh yeah, I, I, I yeah. want my I want my Charizard to surf, and then right. the game's like Charizard can't learn surf. 
Right. And I'm like, oh, crap. Who can learn surf? And then I find the person that can learn surf and I teach it to them. And I, you don't right. waste the TM by doing that or you don't waste money on it by not right. knowing who can use it. There's always going to be somebody that can use it. So, now, to be fair, though, if you were to go to the Celadon City Mall or whatever it's called yeah. and you bought and you a, bought a, a and you bought them, a yeah. TM, then you could end up in the same situation there. That's, at least. that's so, fair. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, at least for like items that, you know. For the majority of items in Pokemon, they're given to you, not right made to buy. Yeah, and it's and that's another gripe too. Can and can't use something in a specific situation. Along the same vein, and this is accurate in the original Pokemon games as well. Actually, they don't tell you what anything does in the game Mm -hmm. at all. Like Mm -hmm. they don't tell you your, excuse me, they don't tell you how the uh, weapons modify your hit chance. They don't tell you how much damage the weapons do, um, how the armor works, what the different spells do. And another thing in this game, John, if you do uh, can decide to continue playing it, I would highly suggest right. looking up a uh, at least a list of all of the spells because mm-hmm. there were a fair amount of bugs in this game where spells actually just don't work. Really? Yeah, just flat out do no. not work. They just do nothing or always miss. <laughs> well, I've, so, I've noticed already that my mage um, has the level one spot taken up and that nullifies every other level one spell. Or at least to to my to my knowledge of how to play the game thus far. Um, yeah, so, I taught him uh, for level each level one you can cure. hold three spells. Yeah. Okay. So you can have up to three spells on every level. So uh, level one, okay. you can learn three. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I tried to buy like another one and like like teach it to him, but it, it said that that wasn't applicable. I don't, maybe I'm just buying the wrong type or something. I'm not sure. What, what kind exactly of mage? You had a red mage. I have a red mage, and I I taught him cure. And then I mm-hmm. tried to go back to the shop and, and teach him uh, one of the other level one ones. I think it was like uh, one of the ones that does damage. And it told me. As far as I'm aware, I could be mistaken, but as far as I'm aware, the red mage can learn all level one spells. Hmm. Uh, I could certainly be wrong about that. Yeah, because when, um, when I pull up the little list, it says like L1, L2, L3, L4, L5, L6. You know, it goes down the list. Yeah, and yeah. The L1 spot is occupied by Cure. So it wouldn't let me learn anything else. I, I, uh, like I said, maybe there, there's just some low I'm missing. I need to press a certain button at a certain time. <laughs> I need right. to. Uh, I need to. Uh, I don't know something. <laughs> I need to have something I'm equipped. Just, apparently, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> looking at the list here. Yeah. Um, of spells. Yeah, it turns out ruse can't be learned by the red mage. Okay. Um, and harm. Harm. Harm cannot be learned yeah, by the red mage. That's yeah. The one I tried to buy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was pulling up the list of spells here, um, which I can send you all these lists if you do decide to continue playing the game because they are a lifesaver. That'd be great. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because like John was mentioning there, it's really frustrating. Um, mm-hmm. And because of this uh, 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 over oversight and the way they designed this game, mm-hmm. you thought that the mechanic was you could only have one spell per level. <laughs> yeah. So that's just a completely... That's just completely false, but that's just because they completely overlooked the fact that, hey, maybe we should at least give some sort of information on these things. And again, I looked up the manual for this game Mm -hmm. and I didn't go through the entire manual, but I didn't even see a list in the manual that showed you like what everything does. You just kind of had to try and see what worked and what didn't work. Yeah, which... I really enjoy this game. Don't get me wrong. I really, really like this game. Mm -hmm. But the whole system, the whole inventory system and and the magic system of how you have to buy and equip things and whatnot. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. (laughs) It's really, really frustrating. And and I was I was like I said, even more disappointed when I really got into it and I was having fun grinding and different things. And I was just like, what? 
Right, I had right. to equip the weapons, and then I was right. like, they would only let me equip the hammer for the fighter. And I was right. like, hold on. <laughs> Just wasted and, all that money for everything right, else. And I that, bought yeah. the good armor for everybody, too. You know, like right. the more expensive armor. And I was like, right. what is going on? <laughs> and uh, you, you have to sell. So you have to sell the stuff back. And then uh, for of half them, of whatever you paid for it. Right. For half of what you paid for it. And then the um, one of the characters, I think it's the mage, can only wear like cloth armor or something. Like pretty much, yeah. And is I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty certain that's all she can wear. Period. Like to like, the end period of time for the game, yeah. And then she, like, he, I guess they're kind of androgynous. Doesn't really matter, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Like I, I named my black belt Tish. My black belt's a, yeah. a lady. I don't. Know. But um, the uh uh da 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 the the thing. <laughs> oh my goodness, the black belt. Thank you, brain. Yeah, the black belt. <laughs> uh, has to get the nunchucks and yeah. I, I had to do some, some rune deciphering to figure out that those were nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. Because there's um, a whole picture of, uh, <laughs> of of what I guessed was nunchucks. And I was like, the black belt could probably hold the nunchucks. Once I figured You're out right that the same that, thing yeah. wouldn't work for everybody. And then I was like, all right, that thing up there kind of looks like a crook. That's probably a wizard staff. The wizard yeah. can probably, <laughs> the, the mage can probably take that. And then I was like, I'm hoping the thief can take the sword. Interestingly, <laughs> the white mage... Mm-hmm. can actually use a hammer really yeah the white mage can actually use a hammer where the black mage the only thing they can use is that wizard staff the yeah crook like thing yeah uh, red mages spoiler alert can mm-hmm. actually use uh, a lot of weapon types really not everything that the fighter can but they can actually mm-hmm. use like the rapier and things like that oh, so uh, okay well yeah. i i got him the crook and he's he's happy with it so using that yeah the other one does a lot more damage though so i would suggest if you continue to play to switch but again i will i'll send you the list of like all the armor and equipment and everything like that because it's a it's a lifesaver but even with these things it's so annoying because you get to a shop and there's like five different items that are available or whatever Mm -hmm. then you have to go to the list and then you have to look at everything on the list to figure out who can equip what and what you want to equip with everybody or on everybody and things like that it's my biggest gripe about the game and i love jrpgs they are probably my favorite or definitely one of my top three favorite genres of games, right? I, li- I like action RPGs, I like JRPGs, and I like Western RPGs. Mm-hmm. I really like RPGs, if people didn't know. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but anyways, yeah, JRPGs are one of my favorite uh, types of games, genre of games here, and Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, obviously, is one of the best uh, JRPG series out there. Oh, yeah. But that... that kills me so yeah. bad it could have been handled so much better right. and again maybe it was just a limitation of the time is it but... better in the game boy remake yes okay. yes it's better in the game boy remake and so there were so many remakes of this game i always confuse what features debuted in which version and what version has what features right um but at least one version of it i want to say the game boy advance and psp version both have it is a uh, bestiary as well so like oh, as you nice. kill things okay. you learn you unlock a uh, bestiary entry so you can learn a little bit more about the enemies what's effective what's unaffected nice. what family of uh uh monsters that they're in because for instance you mentioned that hurt spell or harm spell mm-hmm. um which is a white mage spell mm-hmm. and that does damage to all undead characters a lot uh, of damage okay. to all undead characters Okay. um and but what's an probably, undead character right those were probably like <laughs> what unwritten rules in the game code of the original one like that that was still a rule or did they not make that a rule until the remake? what do you mean like for instance in the nes version if you have a yeah. white mage and you use harm on a skeleton yeah. or an imp what, what yeah. whatever would be an undead character would it would it deal extra damage 
but without it you... only does damage oh, to undead. Okay. Yep. I see. Yep. So it'll only do so. The way the Final Fantasy One works, there are families they call it of mm-hmm. enemies, and uh, undead is a family of enemies. Gotcha. So if it's in that enemy family, mm-hmm. then it'll do damage and do a lot. Actually, harm does do a lot. But there's nothing actually in the game, the original version, to tell you what family an enemy's in. So, again, you just have to look it up. You have to gotcha. look it up or trial and error. Those right. are your only real so choices you, you, there. So in the NES version, you would just you would try to use it, and it would be ineffective. So eventually you'd be like, yep. okay, I guess that's not going to work, so let's try this. Yep. Now, one little bonus there is it does actually uh, attack all enemies on screen. Okay. So it's unlikely if you used it once, because you get you end up fighting a lot of groups in this game yeah. of the same type of enemy. So if you used it once and it was ineffective against all of them, then you pretty much know at that point that, okay, that's definitely not a undead type. So at least you're not using the same spell on the same enemy like two, three, four times just to realize that they're not undead. But it's still annoying that there isn't some little tag somewhere that says what kind of enemy they are yeah just like um, maybe a maybe the shopkeep could tell you or there could be something like a, yeah like i mean they were able to do it in pokemon they were able to have a pokedex in pokemon right right and that was a game boy, game boy. Game. so yeah. they, there's no reason they couldn't have had a bestiary i would imagine in the yeah. nes well i so. mean this is quite a long game i guess they had to store a lot of map data and True. That's uh, very true. A lot of map things. data, a lot of tile data, sprite data, all that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Because even though the overworld is uh, the overworld map's very, very simplistic. Uh, it's just a oh, yeah. sort sort of a sort of board game level almost as sure. far as the uh, simplicity goes as to where you move around and then you come across uh, towns or castles or caves, uh, mm-hmm. different things to access. So you can explore and uh, find right. find drops and enemies to fight and things. Um, so as far as I know about the storyline, though, um, <laughs> circling all the way back there before yep, we all the way back to the story, yeah, before I dive in again about the, the frustrations and the controls and things. Um, so all the way back to the story, you're treated to an opening text that says there's some sort of prophecy and four right. um, four prophesied warriors are supposed to come and they're each supposed to be holding an orb. Now, right. I have yet to see any kind of orb. But um, yeah. <laughs> the king, the king sure. of the first town that I go to, um, assumes that we are the the four chosen one, and apparently, right, right rightfully so, <laughs> right, <laughs> um, because uh, there there's nothing that tells you that you actually are the four chosen one. You just know that you have four characters, and you go into this first town, and no matter which direction you go, because there's like a little miniature version of the town on the map, and yeah, yeah. you can go like right or left. On six different little buildings, and then a castle doesn't matter. And they you, all you, take you to the same place, except for the, the castle. Place. The right. castle takes you to the castle. To the castle, yeah. yeah. So you you explore the town, and then you go back out, and then you go up to the castle, and then uh, you talk to all these guards, and all the guards just sort of mutter to themselves about, "Hey, right. he, he's <laughs> saying something about the chosen one." And then somebody <laughs> else says, uh, "The princess is gone. Don't know what happened to her." <laughs> Until you eventually I mean, find the king, and then the king was like, ah, the four chosen ones. And that's <laughs> right, the right. first and only confirmation you get that you are actually these these prophesized heroes of, of the game and you are on a quest to do a thing. Um, I mean, why did you need any more confirmation than that? I guess. Let's be honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's just like uh, Super Mario 3, you know? You show up to the castle after having just had your ass handed to you throughout the Mushroom right. Kingdom. And then you find out that the king's been transformed and you have to go <laughs> find his, his magic staff that they all apparently have. Every king in the Mushroom Kingdom has a magic staff that keeps them human, apparently. 
Well, I mean, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, though, was just a stage play retelling the events of Super Mario Brothers 1, so... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I have heard that. So, yes. And yeah, that's... well, that was confirmed by, uh... Right, 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 right. I... That's what Miyamoto. The, yeah, the curtains. I can't names at the beginning and how you can go behind the set. And, yep, yeah. that's why. And then you can also see like all the little platforms and things have little like bolt looking things on the corners and right. things like that. And that's where they're being held up. And right. yeah, mm-hmm. it's actually just a stage play. So mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, back to Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, so I mean, and whenever you first start the game, you're literally just dropped in a field outside of this castle town area, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a JRPG. What are you really supposed to say, right? You mm-hmm. you're dropped in. You uh, most people would end up going straight to the town, talking to everybody, and that's a big thing about JRPGs, especially the old ones, is talk to everybody. Because if yep. you don't talk to everybody, you are going to miss information. Um, for instance, once you get once you find the princess or whatever and save her mm-hmm. in the first little area, uh, they build a bridge for you so you can leave this little area that you're in. You can right. go across the river into the next area. And then you find the next town, mm-hmm. and the next town tells you that this uh, elven dude, or whatever his name is, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, mm-hmm. he has a orb, or he has a magic key that you need to be able to unlock a lot of locked doors that are all over the place. Um, but he was only, or he was put into like a deep sleep, and the only thing that can save him is a herb or something like that that you can get from a witch. Mm-hmm. But the witch needs this orb. So then you have to find <laughs> this crystal, the crystal, not orb, crystal. Right. So like if you didn't talk to every character in the game, you wouldn't know any of this. Right. And at that second town, you're given a ship. And once you get a <laughs> ship, there is so much space to explore that opens up 90% of the game right there. Right. Yeah. So if you didn't know that, hey, I need to specifically find this town to try to talk to this dude to get this item or whatever. Right. You would be so lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, I, I will say that um, after I got all my stuff figured out, it took me about an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get to get all my stuff figured out and to grind up a bit. I grinded up to about level three um, mm-hmm. before I rescued the princess. Uh, right, just in right. the surrounding woods and different things. I just kept doing random encounters over and over and over uh, to get money and um, finally make it to the princess. And right. uh, finally made it there and then uh, took her back to the castle and then he built the bridge and all that kind of stuff. And then title card. And you, right. Yeah, which is interesting. You have yeah. no idea <laughs> the feeling <laughs> in the pit of my stomach when after an hour and 45 minutes of gameplay, <laughs> I saw a title card. <laughs> Title card. And I was like, you beat the game. what? That was it, Jonathan. That <laughs> yeah. was the whole game. You that didn't was know? the whole game. Uh, maybe on Atari. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, right. my yeah. goodness. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. How long is this game? <laughs> <laughs> um, on average, 29.5 hours. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. That's on the uh, How Long to Beat site. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, um, my goodness. But yeah, but I mean, the oh. game. So we've talked a lot about what we didn't like about the game. Mm-hmm. But the game has a bunch of plus size, oh, right? For yeah. for an NES game, mm-hmm. the art that is there is beautiful. It is. Especially yeah. like the character and creature art is the, wonderful the, yeah. for an NES title. The, the graphics are super cute. I love the... Very, very much so. I and there's love... some little touches too. Like if mm-hmm. you're going through a uh, like a lush foresty area... You get a little um, obscured. Yeah, it'll cut off the bottom half of the character sprite to mm-hmm. show that like you're in this lush foresty area, for instance. And that right. sounded like you were gonna say something. Yeah, uh, well, I was just gonna say I love all their little animations during battle, like when you're yeah uh, when they when they go to attack, he you just uh, jut forward a pixel 
right and and, and swing your your weapon a couple times your sword up and down right. or whatever just it is swing it up and down yeah, real yeah. quick and then it, it right. hits and then when you when particle you win... effects appear on the enemy and <laughs> right yeah when you when when you win the battle they all jump up and down <laughs> right sort yeah of. yeah they and all move the... their arms and legs and then the famous uh theme plays right. the famous battle theme uh, or the victory, theme, victory yeah. theme there you go yeah mm-hmm. which is just the, oh man gives me chills the encounter music is pretty good too actually when you're in all of the music in my opinion yeah. the overworld music mm-hmm. the title music the 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 fight music or yeah. battle theme i guess you'd call it yeah that. yeah yeah the the like the Excellent. encounter theme there when you're when you're in locked in battle uh i right. was jamming it's banging it doesn't get oh, too it's really good monotonous which is good they had to get some they had to lock on something catchy Right. For how many times that happens, because there's not uh, too much other variance with uh, right. your random encounters. Like it's you know explore the map a little bit, stop random encounter, explore the map, right. stop random encounter, and the random encounter screen is always the same. It's always that black screen with your right. your menus yeah. that you shovel through. So, well, I mean, uh, there is a little bit difference though. The top, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know, thirty-two pixels or whatever will actually the change to reflect whatever environment you're in. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is really interesting for the time. Yeah. Um, and that's something to to really note is like if you go back and play this game now, especially the NES version, it's going to seem very basic, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of things that are missing. But at the time, mm-hmm. amazing, right? Amazing. Oh yeah. The number of weapons, the number of magic spells, having the choice of six or seven different character types, whatever it was. Right. The the number of enemies that there are, the number of towns there are to explore, how large the world map is amazing for the time and there's a reason why final fantasy is still a series that's being made um even though they've kind of destroyed it in my opinion (laughs) anyways um but and another thing with the music we both mentioned how great the music is Mm -hmm. Uh, another testament to that is the fact that they're still using a lot of this music to this day now remixes you know uh, updated versions of it but they are still using these themes um for the modern day games which is just a testament to how great they did from the beginning right Mm-hmm. really really good yeah 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 yeah. absolutely and i uh a couple other things about the uh the battle sequences there um right there's still a few things that i don't know yet and i'm sure. i'm trying to figure them out like i wish i, I knew might be able to help. i wish i knew what some of the stats meant and how they were related directly oh, to we the lost gameplay. you again if you we lost you again what'd you say okay um, i said i wish i knew what some of the stats meant and oh sure how they sure. relate directly to the gameplay like i can guess what vitality and uh like i i forget if it's called damage or you know attack or something like that but there's what i think it's it's very D like i think it's like strength uh vitality intelligence wisdom yeah um agility luck, so what it's like i think are your skills yeah, so so luck and agility and strength and vitality make sense but what do you what do you What's intelligence and wisdom gonna do for? A and fighter? that's a very that's a very D and D thing. Intelligence and wisdom uh, usually have to do with if you're not a magic user yourself, usually mm-hmm. have to do with how well you resist magic attacks. Okay. okay. And then one like intelligence will resist one type, wisdom will uh, affect a different type. Right. Generally speaking, right. I don't know for a fact that's how it works in Final Fantasy the original here, but okay. usually that's kind of how that would work out. Okay. Well, that makes sense, but. You know, I wish. Yeah, how are you supposed to know? That? Supposed because to know they that. don't say it in the game. Yeah, so no, I, you know? I understand and, where you're um, coming from. Another thing, like uh, XP, uh, when sure. you when you beat a fight, um, the only time I notice that it calls out specifically each character is when they're leveling up. Other yeah. than that, uh, when you win the fight, it tells me how much gold I get, 
which is shared mm-hmm. by the characters. And then it tells yeah. me like, for I just beat a whole group of imps and I got seven XP. Does that yeah. mean per character? Or as far it... as I'm aware, it's per alive character. If a character's dead, they receive zero. Right. But if every whatever character's alive, they get that full so amount. Of everybody XP gets displayed. seven, not seven yes, shared among the group. As far as I'm aware, yeah, I could right. be wrong. I'm no expert on the mechanics of the game, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Okay, which makes more sense because everybody's leveling up pretty equally at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Generally but... speaking, if I'm not mistaken, everybody will always level up at the same time. Okay, unless you have a character die at some point, right? Yes. Then they'll start to get uh, a little left behind, split up there. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, I was, I, I was kind of confused because gold is shared by everybody. Right. Uh, you know, the individual characters don't each have their own gold, but right. uh, the XP apparently divides up individually. Yes. So I yeah. was like, uh, I was like, okay, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was it's not to like it Pokemon. Out. Again, right. going back yeah. to the Pokemon. Um, anytime you defeat a monster, mm-hmm. um, but you use two different Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. Um, it actually pops up on screen and says like so and so gained. 30 xp and then this other character gained 62 right right? it actually like Mm -hmm. tells you yeah yeah final fantasy doesn't do any of that it just pops up at the end and says you got 300 gold and 54 xp and that's that's it that's all it says yep that's it so which is which is nice i mean it it adds you know it's it's simple it adds to the charm of the game which um in my personal experience i've seen a lot of other final fantasy titles played and it seems that the further you go along, the more it uh, goes away from this style. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, which so the first few games were pretty rough. But honestly, I would say mm-hmm. by around four or five, they pretty much perfected it. Mm-hmm. And as a longtime JRPG and Final Fantasy player, I'm mm-hmm. still salty that they changed it as much as they did. Okay. Um, after after 12, I mm-hmm. don't consider Final Fantasy games Final Fantasy games anymore, to be honest. Yeah. They're still good games. Don't get me wrong. They're still, for the most part, excellent games. Mm-hmm. But they, they, they lost the spirit of Final Fantasy whenever they just completely got rid of the JRPG. Most of them are right. either ARPGs, action RPGs, or mm-hmm. just their own weird kind of amalgamation of uh, JRPG turn-based stuff and ARPGs or whatever it's okay yeah okay that makes sense yeah because i I was thinking about like um the, the the most recent final fantasy game that i've personally played is the uh the the famous final fantasy 7 um right and because because yeah. you, you and i tried that out a little bit together at one point yeah um and i was really liking it and while it is a lot more updated for the playstation one it still retains the basic feel of yes of, of this game very much so you you, yeah. you do some exploring and then you get caught in a random encounter and the the turn-based style is still there and um right a lot of the artwork even these little tiny sprites kind of look like anime characters <laughs> yeah, a little bit with yeah the, with the way yeah, they're designed yeah like the fighter has that little tuft of spiky hair coming out the front and right. the, their their right. eyes take up a huge portion of their face <laughs> you know so and uh the the way they move kind of reminds me of that so um and then the the more recent Final Fantasy games, obviously the characters look pretty uh, pretty anime inspired, anime esque. Yeah, for uh, for the most part, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we keep comparing uh, Final Fantasy and Pokemon. I will just say I looked it up. Uh, Final Fantasy was released all the way back in 1987. Wow. Um, Pokemon was released in 1996. Right. So they had almost 10 years of experience between right. the two games yeah. to fix a lot of problems. Uh huh. Um, and Final and even Fantasy, then they didn't get it all right. 
in yeah. Pokemon. Right. Like, yeah. A lot of it they did, but there right. were still some of these issues we're talking about were still present in mm-hmm. the Pokemon games. So. It got fixed a good bit in like, so let's say Gen 3 Pokemon, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like By Gen Pokemon 3, I would Red. say it was, yeah, definitely. By Gen 3, I would say all of the major issues with that we're talking about mm-hmm. were fixed, but that's also kind of the same. I don't remember, I the Super Nintendo Final Fantasies were the one I played the least of, mm-hmm. um, so I'm not 100% sure with those ones, but I'm pretty sure by the Super Nintendo era, they had fixed most of these issues we're talking about in Final Fantasy, okay. but certainly by the PlayStation era. Mm-hmm. Um, like Final Fantasy VII and whatnot, it was much better explained gotcha. what uh, everything did and whatnot. Okay. Um, now, some things you were expected still to just kind of know, like what stats affected what and whatnot. Sure. Um, or it was kind of complicated on how to to figure that stuff out. But gotcha. yeah, at least like if you looked at a weapon, it would tell you how it was going to change your stats. And right. it, it was either made very obvious who could use what kind of weapon mm-hmm. or um, it would tell you uh directly one or the other yeah. so yeah okay. that makes sense but hey, even in gen 3 pokemon they introduced natures right yeah <laughs> and, and that was, all, that was a whole new level were. of thing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah to figure out what that meant yeah. and i because i was like uh i played through the entirety of gen 1 pokemon um right because uh again if you haven't gotten this by now on this podcast i'm kind of behind the times with games a little bit i <laughs> I play a lot of retro games too. So yeah, I, can't even, I, I, yeah. I, I didn't get up to speed on a lot of the games growing up. I had a very select amount. You know, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of extra cash to throw around, so I just had right, had what I had. Right. Um, and now I'm trying to play catch up a little bit. I'm trying to right. catch up on a lot of these old franchises, which is another reason we wanted to do this podcast because uh, exactly, yes, so that we can experience these things that we either never got to or mm-hmm. that we just want to be able to share with people. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, again, if you haven't noticed by now, each one of the podcasts has explored um, a different major franchise so far, with yeah. the exception of Porky so Pig. So far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I mean, uh, that's a major franchise, Looney just not Tunes so much a major, a major video game yeah. franchise. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so far we're um, we're exploring a lot of major franchises and the first installments specifically in those franchises um, to kind of diversify what we're doing a little bit and uh, start to get experience. Like for me personally, I had never played right. that much Legend of Zelda. I had never played that much God of War. I never played that much Final Fantasy. So we're uh, trying to expose ourselves to these new worlds here. And um, I was forgetting where I'm going with this a little bit. (laughs) Um, No, what I was going to say is um, uh, Pokemon. Why I am talking about the Game Boy version of Pokemon is if it came out last week. Um, (laughs) Pokemon (laughs) Go came out and I was like, wow, that looks cool. But I don't want to be a poser. I've never played Pokemon. <laughs> so how am I going to around, go around playing Pokemon Go? I'm going to be asking people right. what a Magikarp is. And they're going to be looking right. at me like I'm a crazy person. So I was like, I got to play Pokemon. And so I downloaded it on, on my phone. played Pokemon. Pokemon Game right. Boy. Because if you're going to buy a Game Boy card of Pokemon, you're looking at 60, 70 bucks, sir. <laughs> right. And that's just yeah. for the cart. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I cheat a little bit and play Pokemon on my phone. <laughs> Who hasn't played Pokemon uh. on their phone before being on <laughs> But um, I, I played the first Pokemon. Pokemon Red started out with the OG and I loved it. I sank like 70 hours into that. Um, and then uh, I went to Gen 2, played Pokemon Gold. Loved it. I didn't quite beat Pokemon Gold, but I beat Pokemon Red. And then I was right. like, all right, to introduce myself to Gen 3, which has a lot of different kinds of Pokemon games. Like, uh, like they had two different franchises going. They had the reboots and the, the new installments. I yeah. was like, let's play something that I know. 
that I'm familiar with and I can ease myself into Gen 3. So I played Pokemon Fire Red and I got all the way to the end, to the final four, mm-hmm. and I could not beat them. All my Pokemon are level <laughs> like 70. And I was like, what oh, is God. going on? I run a good team. I know what I'm doing by this right. point. But I looked up a walkthrough and this guy was like, I'm going to keep rebooting the game until I get a good natured Charmander because uh, <laughs> I got a pretty bad nature here and that's not really going to be good for oh, me. And I was God. like, what are you talking about? What does it matter if Charizard's naive? He's he's True. fine. Leave him alone. Right. <laughs> but no, that's not what it means. It means it uh, takes 10, 10 points away from one stat and add 10 points to another stat. To another. Yeah. yeah. Didn't know that. That guy told me. So that's good. Play the uh, played about <laughs> played about sixty hours of a game without yeah. ever hearing nature's mentioned once. And right, they just kind of snuck it in, and yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and maybe fine. that's because uh, maybe I'm missing something. If I had played, oh, what are the 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 major gold and silver? Uh, no, the Gen three titles. Uh, Ruby Sapphire, Ruby Sapphire. Yeah, Ruby Sapphire yeah. Emerald. Maybe if I had started with Ruby or Sapphire. They I don't think so. Mentioned it. I can't remember because it's been a long time since I played the original versions of those. I played the remakes recently, okay. um, but I don't think they really explain nature in those ones either, okay. just to be honest. Okay. <laughs> well, I was thinking that maybe so. like because I think Fire Red came out after the normal Gen 3 releases. Yes. So I was yeah, thinking that maybe like Ruby Sapphire would have explained it and then they threw it into Fire Red and Leaf Green because right. they were like, yeah, well, this is I Gen don't 3, think now. so. I have it. I understand your thought process, but I don't think so. I think yeah. they just completely glossed over it. But and that's also uh, going on a rant of Pokemon here. Yeah. Um, the whole like IV EV system and whatnot. So there's a bunch of hidden uh, secret values and stats in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, they never really explained how any of that worked either. For a long, long time, they right. never really explained how any of that works. Um, so like there are items that you can buy in the game that just says like, hey, increases your Pokemon speed or whatever. Right. But they never explain that once that gets to a certain value, you can't raise it any higher and why that is and what affects it other than feeding them drugs or vitamins or whatever. Really? They just never explain any of that. Yeah. I didn't it's even know never that. explained. So... Um and the newer games, like in the new new games, there are training mini games that you can do and things like that oh, okay. that will train specific stats. But I still don't think they ever tell you in the game that defeating a Pokemon gives you bonuses to your base uh stats mm-hmm. and every pokemon gives you different bonuses to your base stats and huh. once those base stats hit a certain amount you just can't train them anymore you have to use items to reset them and then you can train them to whatever you want huh. um so and that's that's what makes competitive pokemon play so good right. is because every pokemon can be so much different from the same exact pokemon raised by a different trainer right but it also makes it very hard to get into the competitive scene because if you don't know this you're going to get destroyed by somebody yeah, that does absolutely Com- yeah completely destroyed yeah. like and that, that guy was like he was going up to against the final four with a clefairy and i was like right, what right. is <laughs> happening right now but it's right. because if you do a certain thing in a certain way and it's a certain nature and you teach it certain moves that only that type can learn, it's right. like a type advantage over the, I forget, the first the first or the second trainer and that gem has like dark and ghost types. So it sounds like, right. I it, can't remember. It's, it's like, been so long. Like but... they, they have like a ghastly or something like that. And... Shameless plug. We're doing a uh, Pokemon red and blue over on the gaming cog podcast. Uh, hopefully this week though. Nice. <laughs> so shameless plug there. Right. <laughs> Com- completely coincidental by next week. Maybe yeah. I mean this week or last week. Cause uh, 
What? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we we record these in advance, so maybe next week. Oh yeah, yeah, be... yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. So for by the time this one comes out, it yeah. should have been should have been up. Actually, it should already be up. I think by a couple of days, as long as we're on schedule. Gotcha. Um, it should be up by a couple of days before this one. I forgot that this podcast right, yeah. isn't actually coming out for about a week and a half now. Yeah. So yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> record record in advance. Only way to do it, folks. But right. um, yeah, that that coincidental. By the way, that um. This Pokemon tirade that came out of Final Fantasy is <laughs> lining yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, with... <laughs> that actually wasn't planned at all. I haven't yeah. told John about me doing that for the other podcast. So I did not just... know. No. <laughs> so it's <laughs> yeah. just coincidental. Yeah, I'm actually playing through Pokemon Red right now. Nice. So. Okay, there you go. Lines up perfectly. See, it's meant to be. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Um, um, but yeah, back on Final Fantasy, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the game. And again, I mentioned this last week on the God of War, or well, about an hour ago for us, on the God of War podcast, that mm-hmm. if I weren't already playing so many games, this mm-hmm. is bringing back so many nostalgic feels. I really want to play through this whole game again. Oh, yeah. Obviously, for this podcast, we only play through one to three hours, depending on the game. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I really want to play through more of it. I'm enjoying it so much. I like grinding. I, I know do. a lot of old JRPGs get flack for requiring you to grind and whatnot. Mm-hmm. My thing with JRPGs like this, like Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest and things like that, what I normally do is when I get to a new town, Mm-hmm. I normally grind until I can buy every item in that town. Same. Like completely deck out my character, fill up all of my spell slots, buy all of the best gear. I know when I get to the next dungeon, I'm going to find some gear that I had just bought and I know I'm going to be pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy that grinding. I enjoy exploring and seeing what all the little secret areas and everything it are. Makes, it makes it feel worth it. You know what I mean? You feel like yeah. you're, you're leveling up. Yeah. Right. It, make, yeah. it makes you feel powerful. That's same thing that we were talking about uh god of war last week right um or for us an hour ago uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing we were talking about god of war i loved uh some of the rpg elements in it and when you mm-hmm. would uh you could grind through a couple areas in that game and level up your powers and then you could be that much more mighty that right, much, that right. much more uh visceral in your attacks and, and uh, that's just one of the things that i really love about jrpgs in general mm-hmm it's just I love that feeling of leveling up. And like you said, there's that visceral moment of like these things that were kicking my ass. Now I can come and just one shot them. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, pretty common meme these days uh, to have some kind of juxtaposition of like uh, first level boss is very tiny. And then me who did all right. the side quests first. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I, 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 I enjoy that. And uh, I do the same thing in Pokemon. Not to take it back yeah. there, but I do. Like I, I, I grind right outside of Pallet Town, man. And I'm right. <laughs> I'm level 10 before in Pokemon, I hit the first My gym. normal way to play if I'm not like for the podcast, I have to complete the game before it comes out. So I'm not grinding as much. But my normal way of playing Pokemon is uh, I will catch every Pokemon that I can in an area mm-hmm. before I move on to the next area. Right. It's like, just kind uh, of the way that I do it. Yeah. Which by the time I find that like two percent chance Pokemon or whatever and catch it, I'm usually you know at least five ten levels ahead of where I'm supposed to be at any given right. time. Yeah. Which kind of makes the game a little easy, but I, it's just how I like to play games. I don't know. Right. And that's one of the things that like I just I really miss in the newer Final Fantasy games. They got rid of so many of the JRPG elements of the. They even got rid uh, of like the grinding and things. Yeah, I mean, so like. Uh, there is still some grinding you can do for like rare drops from monsters and things like that but it's not the same because there's no random encounters or anything Mm -hmm. so you have to like 
completely leave the area for like a certain period of time or whatever and then return and like the newer open world games and things like that or like completely reload the game so that creatures start popping up again okay or uh, like camp out and come back the next day in the game or whatever like that gotcha. whereas in like these games you can just run around in the same area yeah or in exactly. game like final fantasy 12 which has enemies on the map mm-hmm. you just go two screens over right. and then you come back two screens and now everything's back again and then you can keep grinding out levels and things like that yeah that's like the thing i appreciate that sort of thing right yeah and i i I do as well and like uh the thing is like my buddy my my buddy craig shout out to my buddy craig uh shout out to craig (laughs) shout out to craig if you finally start listening to my podcast by episode four (laughs) damn it but um he's uh playing borderlands 3 right now uh for the 17th time or something is that it <laughs> 17 times no it's probably that many times for borderlands 2 but he, he's played through borderlands 3 a couple of times that's his favorite game right. franchise he loves borderlands um, hey borderlands is a good game something else i'm sure oh, we'll yeah. cover eventually oh yeah absolutely um but I mean, uh, we only currently have 130 games on our list of sure play, so right it's fine <laughs> <laughs> now i was chilling over at his place and uh he was playing some borderlands 3 and he was grinding a boss right like he was grinding a boss a level boss right was grinding material for him because right. he's played the game and perfected it. So he was playing on, apparently there's like 10 levels of ultra hard mode on Borderlands 3. There's, I was going to uh, say, I haven't actually played 3, so I, don't, I didn't know this either. That's interesting. Yeah, there's like, uh, there's like the different difficulty modes, and then there's a mode called Mayhem, and then uh, Mayhem has 10 levels. There's Mayhem oh. level 1 through 10. Ooh. Cool, cool. And okay. he was he was grinding mayhem level eight bosses <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to get mayhem level ten loot so that he can play on mayhem level ten and complete <laughs> the game. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. But if it's your favorite game, right. having that option is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? To have these secret and that's something I really like about I don't think so much in this game. Um, but later Final Fantasy games and in Kingdom Hearts games made by the same company, mm-hmm. um, secret bosses are okay. just something that I love in JRPGs and, and just RPGs in general. Um, so like ultra hard bosses that mm-hmm. it would take a normal person uh, just an ungodly amount of time of either um, grinding or just trying over and over again to defeat the boss. Right. I love those things, right? right? And I'll never forget one of my proudest gaming moments is whenever I was doing a 100% completion run of Kingdom Hearts, the original, okay. uh, while I was playing the PS4 remake just because it looks better and runs better. Right. Anyways, I did a uh, 100% run on that, mm-hmm. and I ended up completing it, but the hardest moment was defeating Sephiroth solo. Mm-hmm. So Sephiroth, being a Final Fantasy VII character, mm-hmm. he's in there as a secret boss. Oh, okay. And he kicks your ass, right? right. So I'm on the hardest difficulty mm-hmm. of the of Kingdom Hearts, playing it mm-hmm. solo, so you don't have Donald and Mickey backing you up. And this dude <laughs> destroys you. One hit takes you would instantly kill you if you didn't wow. have an ability that uh, stops you from being one hit killed. Right. So it takes you all the way down to one HP. So you have to hurry up and try to like dodge whatever attacks are coming your way. My hurry up and heal before he hits you again. Mm-hmm. It took me so long, hours of grinding this one boss to try to to, to defeat him. Right. But when I did, it's just it was the most amazing feeling in the world, mm-hmm. and I love that sort of thing. And uh, Kingdom Hearts three, oh my god, I okay. so disappointed. It's yeah. a good game, but so disappointed. Man. Oh yeah, 
you just don't get those feelings anymore. They change right. uh, again, getting off of final fantasy here, but mm-hmm. final fantasy, same thing. They changed the game mm-hmm. too much from its roots, in my opinion. Okay. And, okay. uh, later final fantasy games are the same way. Final mm-hmm. fantasy 12, I think was already a giant step away from the final fantasy formula. Mm-hmm. And then, but bearable for my personal opinion. And I actually ended up quite enjoying 12, mm-hmm. but once 13 and 15 came out, it was just still good games. Mm-hmm. Still enjoy them a lot. They're just not Final Fantasy games anymore. Sure. And uh, okay. yeah. that's yeah, that's can't, why I, I mean, love I, coming back to this one because... Right. Can't personally relate. Haven't got that far yet, but... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I have seen, again, shout out to my buddy Craig. Um, yep, shout out to Craig. I, I have seen Craig play Final Fantasy thirteen or one of yeah. the Final Fantasy thirteens. Yeah, because there's three of them. There's three there were supposed them? to be four, okay. but there are three. Yeah. Uh, but he was playing one of them and he was like time traveling. And, yeah, that's Final Fantasy two or thirteen two. Yeah. Uh, okay, and he, he was he was like time traveling and like going to different cities and stuff, and I was just like, yeah, this is weird. This is some other. Yep. <laughs> this is yep. what I, I uh, gave seeing. up about halfway through thirteen two and never mm-hmm. played thirteen three. Um, oh, okay, I will eventually, but I just the thirteen is the worst of the series in my opinion. Yeah, just in general. That's what uh, that's what he said. Other fans of Final Fantasy say. <laughs> yeah, he said yeah, he said I, that he personally doesn't hate the game and he enjoys it, but. Um, I, I again that a lot of fans. I still of think franchise. it's a good game. Sure. And this is what I tell everybody. I mm-hmm. think it's a good game. It's just a bad Final Fantasy game. Okay, I got you. So if you go into it like I just want to play a cool game, I think mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it. That... But if you're going into it as a Final Fantasy fan, looking forward to a Final Fantasy experience, mm-hmm. you're gonna hate it. That like, was my and I. I know that pitchforks and torches are coming. But that was exactly <laughs> my experience as a younger kid with Paper right. Mario. Oh, yeah, sure. I was okay. not exp- I I had n- I had no idea what an RPG was. I am right. now able to go back and look at Paper Mario through different lenses. See and and enjoy it differently, but as a kid I was used to the first 3 on the NES right. and Super right. Mario World and then even the 3D Adventure Mario games like Mario 64 right. and Mario Sunshine. That's what had come out up until that point. And I saw a game called Paper Mario at the store, and I begged my mom to buy it for me on our very low budget. I only had five GameCube games total, and one of them was Paper (laughs) Mario The Thousand Year Door, and I hated it because I had no idea what was going on. Right. (laughs) So it's actually very interesting that you bring that up, because Mm -hmm. originally Mario was made into an RPG series by, uh, it was either Squaresoft or Enix. Yeah, Super um, Mario Which are now the creator's. Yeah, which are now the creators of Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. So it's actually interesting that you bring that up, uh, but also interesting that you bring that up because the same thing is happening now mm-hmm. to the people who liked the old uh, Paper Mario games mm-hmm. because Nintendo is now taking out all of the RPG elements. They really? Have been for, the past, for the past little while, they've been slowly taking out all of the RPG elements of the Paper Mario game. Huh. And so now fans of Paper Mario are in an uproar the same way that Final Fantasy fans have been for a while. Okay. And same way uh, old school uh, Mario fans were whenever Mario RPG and whatnot first came out. Right. So, okay. yeah, it's making a full circle. Like, it's... <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. And I, I felt the same way. Good game, bad yeah. Mario game. Bad Mario. Which, yeah. uh, yes, I would disagree as a fan of RPGs, but I sure. 100% understand what you're saying. Right. And as a child, yeah, I would have been very let down, too. I, if was, I, I was very If confused. I wasn't into RPGs and loved Mario, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, what the hell is this? I had never yeah. heard of an RPG at that point in my life, and I loved right. Mario, and I was good at Mario, and I liked it, you know? And 
it was right. it was fun to play again like mario's that that mindless kind of fun you're just jump, yeah. oh yeah jumping around oh, killing yeah. guys that's that's what you do um, that's honestly I, I imagine at some point we'll have a special just covering all of like the original 2d mario games oh yeah and we'll probably complete them because speaking of mario 35 off a of track mm-hmm. um really should start like a news show or just a rambling show at some point podcast <laughs> uh that'll be the next podcast we release yeah. anyways um mario 35 yeah have you uh, played it? You have Switch Online. I know you do. Have you played it? It's free. I haven't played it yet. No, and I've been it, excited for it. because it's so good, man. Listen, so good. I got to tell you, if there's one game I'm good at, it's the first Mario game. I'm and actually... That's what I'm saying. And the yeah. physics aren't perfect. No. So, okay. full disclosure, I didn't personally play it either. I just watched about five hours of other people playing it because <laughs> I'm a lazy piece of shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, from what they're saying, and these are like pro Mario players that I usually watch play. Okay. Um, 99% of the physics are like spot on. Not really? perfect, but like 90 to 99% okay. of the physics. Yeah, because this well, that... game was remade from the ground up. Um, really? But it's very close to the original Mario physics. Okay. And it's a blast to watch and yeah. it's so much fun to play just like you can tell watching mm-hmm. other people play it how much fun it is yeah it's a it's a it's a it's really terrible that they're keeping it as a time exclusive deal because uh mm-hmm. yeah it's really yeah. well and, yeah. and i like, plan on playing it soon and i think you should too <laughs> yeah and like the thing is too like the original mario game is the only one that i've personally beaten alone i right. have i have beaten super mario world with other people and i right. have gotten to the end of Super Mario Brothers 2 and Super Mario Brothers 3. But Super sure. Mario Brothers... So I've beat, I've beat all of them except for two. Gotcha. Um, on the old school consoles, I've never beaten the 3D games. The only ones I've beaten are Sunshine and uh, the new one for Switch yeah. that I can't remember the name of for some reason. Uh-huh. And then 2D-wise, I after Super Nintendo, I stopped playing them for the most part. So, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you, you know what? Uh, I, a lot of people, uh, a lot of defenders of the original mario games will uh give like the new super mario brothers series uh, a lot of a lot of hate but they're pretty good as yeah, far I played as one of them on the ds i don't remember which uh, one it was and i actually really enjoyed it i just never yeah. got around to beating it yeah it's uh it's really good i played uh, the new super mario brothers on the wii i played the the ds port of it um or actually i believe it came out on the ds first and then it ported to wii one of the one of the two sounds right but i'm not positive either. yeah the new super mario brothers it was yeah like a new right right 2d scrolling adv- uh, experience and then a few different variations have come out over the years um including the uh, super mario maker of course but um, right yeah of course no, which again amazing game <laughs> but yeah i've gotten the mechanics down of the first game i've played it so often because for the longest time it was one of the only games i had on the nintendo and um I'm able to speed run a couple of levels with uh, some right. decent accuracy. So right. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty proud of that and that I've discovered that on my own. I'm not yeah. able to do, there's so many speed runs of the first game now. It's ridiculous. But oh yeah. And the time is ridiculous. There's, there's so I many. Mean, and, all of the Mario games in general. Yeah. And there's have been nearly perfected. There's like, so many different versions of the speed run too. You know, there's like, hundred percent speed run any percent glitchless any percent warp. yeah, yeah. Gl- glitchless yeah. wrong warp um yeah. all, all warp all glitches <laughs> right um every every, every yeah. coin which is literally impossible <laughs> with, without certain um, glitches um uh, there's different yeah. crazy stuff going on um but i, I i'm able to successfully complete the game hundred percent complete the game uh in about 40 ish minutes that's me on Super Mario Brothers 3. I was actually yeah. able to, I never officially submitted my run, but I was able to get mm-hmm. into the top 100 speed run times. Nice. 
for uh, the for the third game. So okay, I know what right. you mean. Yeah, that's a that's a proud gamer moment. It's a proud right? gamer moment. Yeah. yeah, when I'm not right. I'm not like on YouTube looking up speedruns for it. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it was it was right. just something that I was able to figure out how to do. Um, right. I know that the world record speedrun for the first game is like four minutes thirty or something crazy. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, but, but that's but... that's warps and glitches, so that doesn't count. Right. <laughs> well, I think even honestly, I think even the all like one hundred percent one is pretty fucking short. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up real quick. But, something uh, like uh... No, I mean, not to invalidate your time. No, like no, no, because no, no, like no. you said, you're not looking up. That's a crazy speed time. runs. You're I not, know forty yeah. minutes is way out. I'm, I'm right. <laughs> I'm, 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 let's have a Price is Right moment. I'm gonna guess world record hundred percent speed run for the first game got to be under twenty minutes. Okay, and you were saying 100% here? 100% speed run, uh, 120, maybe 17. You're, let me, it looks like for Warpless mm-hmm. is, you're you're pretty close. The current mm-hmm. speed run record is held by GTA, it looks like CE99, mm-hmm. 18 minutes, 59 seconds, 0.008 milliseconds. Wow, that's... And that, that record's only one month old. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so it's still being it's still being done. It's still being That's ran, crazy. and people are consistently still getting yeah. uh, top times on it. So I'm not I'm yeah. not very good on the high uh, the high levels, like the high world levels. You know? Yeah. What I mean? Well, and I mean like that's because you just don't play world much, right? Like yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not uh, sitting there playing Super Mario Brothers uh, for hours a day. That's right. Not... <laughs> But uh, so Final Fantasy, right? So Final Fantasy. <laughs> Coming back to Final Fantasy. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I think we said pretty much everything there was to say, right? We have a lot of problems with the menu. Well, not we with on. the menus themselves, but with the lack of information in the game. Mm-hmm. But as far as the actual gameplay goes, the art, the the music, the animations, the storyline, as far as all that goes, leagues above um, a lot of other things that were being put out at the time and definitely yeah. a top tier NES game. I even but it enjoyed... has its issues, its quality of life issues. Yes, yes. I even enjoyed this uh, as an adventure game, uh, as preferred to Legend of Zelda. Uh, yeah, honestly, exploring bold... the overworld, I would say, in my opinion, as somebody who enjoys JRPGs more than action RPGs, uh-huh. I would agree with you, certainly. Yeah. That, that, that is a bold statement, because usually I lean more towards action RPGs uh, than JRPGs. Sure. But um, I do enjoy my JRPGs. Like I just said, I have an embarrassing amount of time put into the original pokemon red yeah right (laughs) (laughs) so i mean not as embarrassing to some people (laughs) right right i i mean shout shout out i'm uh, not even gonna different different shout out shout out to my buddy brian who i know in high school (laughs) on uh the ds pokemon games had hundreds plural hours or into uh like heart gold and soul silver and uh i was gonna say i put at least 100 hours into every generation Mm -hmm. and every remake right besides heart gold and soul silver right so i feel it <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. okay but um so john tell me yeah. uh well sorry yeah did you have any other final statements i don't believe so no okay tell me would you play one more level would you level up for one more level i would level up for one more level of final fantasy absolutely certainly i, I don't I'm know pretty if sure it's I obvious would... to everybody i would but yeah i don't know if i would complete the game i don't know sure, if i would yeah. i don't know if i would dump 30 hours uh <laughs> 21.5 approximately okay <laughs> for me it's gonna be at least 30 um <laughs> i would recommend it um yeah i would say that if you start to get burnt out on the game uh-huh. um not just for you but for anybody out there if mm-hmm. you try it and you enjoy it but you feel like you're getting burnt out use 
a guide find a guide and just follow it to the end so that you can finish Mm -hmm. up the story and whatnot or possibly Um, especially because there are some cool mechanics towards the end of different rpgs Mm -hmm. um like this one here i said you can uh evolve your character class into something new Mm -hmm. so there are interesting things and secrets to be found and things like that so i would suggest even if you do get bored um or burnt out look Mm -hmm. up a guide and go from there or quite possibly try out one of the remakes there are several yeah yeah and honestly and that's another thing if you are going to go back and play final fantasy if you want to see where the series all began personal opinions skip the nes version probably play the game boy advance version mm-hmm. um that or the psp version yeah that um, was a little bit of a, a miscommunication on our part i knew that this was a game scheduled to play and i had played it on the nes previously so i was like yeah all right i'll <laughs> yeah, play yeah. the uh i'll play the nintendo version and then uh right. Christian messages me about two hours into it, and he's just like, "Hey, so which version do you want to play?" And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about that. Oh. I, uh, I'm two hours deep in this bitch uh, right now." And uh... <laughs> sorry. Um, I mean, to be fair, I have Final Fantasy One and Two: Dawn of Souls, which is the Game Boy Advance remake, on our list of games to play eventually, anyways. Okay. So we'll still probably get around to that one. I don't think I have the PSP remake on here, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Good for me. Do. I don't have access right. to a PSP, so. Oh yeah, sure. So yeah, yeah. So that'll that'll um, work out just fine for me. I mean, I have an extra PSP, so <laughs> we can always, if we decide to do a PSP game, I'm just saying we can work that out. What like, is it with you and the PSP? <laughs> He's so advocated. John and I have had conversations before. Yeah. The PlayStation Vita, I think, is the greatest handheld ever made, and that the is, PSP and, was and that is amazing. Such for a its bold time, stance. So. <laughs> it, it it's an amazing handheld. The only reason I feel like it failed is because Sony gave up on it. Yeah um if sony didn't just like decide that they were done with it i think it would have been a a huge thing that's and that's fair uh, i mean i i guess maybe it's not accurate but i think that the nintendo switch is i mean and then nintendo switch may overcome it and at this point maybe it already has sure but there's there is still more technology in the ps vita than there is in the nintendo switch yeah which enables you to do more varied things and again i mean we're talking about a console that came out two years ago versus one that came out 10 sure right yeah and even the original psp the the original psp had like a browser in it and stuff didn't it yeah yeah it had a Mm -hmm. web browser you could watch movies and things on it like you could download movies and watch on it you could actually buy dvds that were released specifically for the psp um it worked as an mp3 player it had playstation 2 level graphics on the go whenever the ps2 was still a console that you were playing at home like oh don't get me wrong yeah don't get me wrong like i i can remember uh, having a game catalog, I don't remember which one. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I'll ever know which game catalog I had. It was right. not. <laughs> it was not. Oh, what's the one? The GameStop pedals. Um, uh, Game Informer. Game Informer. It wasn't that one. Yeah. Uh, it was a different one, and it wasn't like Nintendo Power or any of the big ones. I don't know. Um, Could have been any. But, but I, I remember having that game catalog because a traveling magazine salesman came to our house, <laughs> <laughs> which is a very old-fashioned thing to say. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> Very old-fashioned thing to say, but a traveling magazine salesman came to the house, and he had a whole list of things that he wanted us to buy, and I begged my mom to buy the video game catalog and the Lego magazine, and I actually right. became an honorary member of the Lego magazine. Uh, when, I, <laughs> when I reached the age of 14, they sent me a free copy every month for uh, four years until my 18th birthday. Nice. I no That's longer had to really pay cool. yeah. Yeah, for my Lego catalog subscription, because they were like, are you so... <laughs> Are you still getting Lego magazines? <laughs> um, and uh, yes, I did. But I remember that game magazine had a lot of really cool ads. 
had a full page ad for the playbook game for the PS2. Sure. Which I got in trouble yeah. for at school because I had my game magazine at school <laughs> and they thought that I had a Playboy magazine for some reason. Porno mag, yeah. Right. Even though it was obvious what it was. Um, and it had this full spread for the release of the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Yeah. And I remember them coming out and I was super excited because the PlayStation 3 letters were in the same font as the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was, was super I was super psyched for the Spider-Man letters on the P- the PS3 and they had a PSP ad in there and they were selling three games. Uh three right. uh variations of the console and Star Wars theme. They right. had like uh like Darth Vader PSP and like a right. like an R2D2 PSP or something like that. Um which was super I was super psyched about cuz Revenge of the Sith was coming out episode 3 and right. that was a new game for the PS2 and all this kind of stuff. And I begged her probably once a day because I was like, no, you don't understand though. It's so cheap. It's only like a hundred dollars. I forget how much it was. I think one fifty or something for the PSP retail. It depends on when you were looking at it. When it first came out, I think it was roughly two, two fifty when it first came out for PSP, but the price did go down over time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's right about, it was 2005 ish probably when I had that. uh, Okay. Yeah. So the release price. So in 2005, the PSP was two fifty, two forty nine American. Two forty nine. Okay. Yeah. I, I I don't know what it was, and it might have been a little bit later on that I. Regardless, yeah. Yeah, that I was talking about that because yeah, it just you know it was really yeah. cool. I'm not really happy. Yeah, great consoles, great consoles. Honestly, the PSP did really really well, hence yeah. why they made the Vita. But the, sure. the Vita, like I said, Sony just decided they didn't care anymore for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And honestly, it's actually a bit of a misnomer that the Vita didn't do well. The mm-hmm. v- Vita actually sold um a lot of uh. Mm-hmm uh consoles (laughs) it just was never supported by uh sony even though it wasn't supported by sony it sold at least uh 10 million units wow and it's first like four years on the market or whatever that is actually pretty good um yeah yeah that's what i'm saying it actually did pretty decent uh in terms of sales numbers sony just never supported and again that's without the support of sony if sony had supported the console and put a bunch of big name games on there they probably could have done amazing probably yeah and they just they didn't sense, care, you know. So I mean, when the Switch debuted, it, de- it debuted with flagship games. Which exactly. Was, yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking Mario and well Zelda. Mario when and it Zelda. first came out, and Boom. then Mario very shortly after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Like so. Yeah. As soon yeah. as the as soon as the Switch came out, you got your major title. Right. Uh, which is uh, something. Uh, if we're talking about gaming news, uh, I'm a little concerned about the PS5 uh, not launching with a lot of big Sony household names. You know. Other than uh, yeah, Crash. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, there are some coming out. Yeah. Uh, and then the big thing is there's a lot coming out very early next year, right? right. So within the first six months, okay. you are getting a lot. Um, it's just like actual release day. You're not getting very, very much, to be honest, um, mm-hmm. which is probably for the best because there's not very many games available right. for the uh playstation 5 mm-hmm. but yeah i mean you have like horizon zero dawn's uh sequel coming out sometime 2021 okay. yeah yeah um there's a new god of war coming out sometime 2021 mm-hmm. um the marvel spider-man um oh yeah uh, not not true sequel but like spinoff yeah um that Wild. game's coming out yeah. pretty much launch day gran turismo 7 ratchet and clank demon souls remake so i mean there are a mm-hmm. lot of really big sony games sure it's just a lot of them aren't coming out until like early 2021. Right. So you have like yeah. five decent games coming out release. And then, yeah, uh, Final Fantasy 16. So we're kind of on topic. Yeah. It's a uh, Sony exclusive. Okay. That's, so that's interesting. Uh, 
Yeah, it's Final Fantasy 16 as a Sony exclusive for a period of time. Okay. And uh, that should be coming out sometime 2021, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay. Um, um, something so that yeah. is going to be a launch title for the PS5, however, is a brand new Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes, yes, which is a perfect uh, segue here. Yeah. Um, into what are we playing next week, John? Next week, we are playing the original uh, fan favorite cult game, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> the fan favorite. What was that again? Fan favorite cult game. <laughs> cult game. I think you said COD, like uh, Call game. of Duty. COD, like, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite Call of Duty game, man? Five oh, Nights nah, at Freddy's. dude. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Hands down. Okay. That is where it's at. Yeah. Talking about the Nuketown um, map. I'm talking about Five Nights at Freddy's too. Come on. COD. I feel it. I feel yeah. it. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think we're, we're pretty much already, this is probably our longest podcast yet. And, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about just random things. We're going so to have I think call... that's where we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. We're going to uh, have to call the episode final fantasy plus because yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think we both said already, we'll definitely play, uh, be willing to play more of this game. A mm-hmm. uh, strong recommendation from both of us, especially if you're an yeah. RPG fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but as always, before we leave, John, where can we find you? You can find me on YouTube under the Dorseman. Um, yep. You can also find me on Twitter, John Dorsey One, also the Dorseman. Um, and you can find me on Instagram as well if you're interested. Probably not though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and uh, whatever. Still don't still don't know yet. But in the next couple of weeks, I'm really hoping to um, get back in there with uh, some game uploads and uh, maybe even some Twitch streaming if uh, Christian is gracious enough to help me figure out exactly how to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll get you figured out. That's no problem. Uh, but speaking of that, I do do the Twitch streams. Um, mm-hmm. So recently we have started trying to uh, stream us actually recording these. So you can check us out, get a little sneak preview of what the episodes are going to be on Twitch. If you're so inclined, that's over at my Twitch channel, uh, Stream All the Steam. Um, of course, you can also find me on YouTube and Twitter. My name is either Stream at All, Stream All the Steam or stream the steam just depends on what names were taken where and things like that um but yeah you can find me all those places there and of course if you're watching this on youtube our links will be in the description if you're watching this on uh, any of the major podcast platforms our links will be in the uh uh the description for the show yeah so yeah, yeah absolutely so thank you all, all right. so much for watching uh make sure you join us next week if you want to hear about some FNAF. yep absolutely thank you thank you bye-bye y'all bye-bye uh, oh my god i'm sorry i can i Listen, we can just redo, we can redo, we can redo the ending, okay? That's not a problem. Beautiful thing about podcast editing. We're no longer Twitch streaming, are we? Oh, crap. Is anybody watching? Is anybody watching? Do we have anybody watching this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hey, gosh. <coughs> not bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Bye-bye. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, yeah. All right. Take, t- take two. Take two for the end of the podcast. All right, here we go. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching and uh, giving us your time. You didn't have to, but you did. And we really appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye.